morning and welcome to today's podcast. Um, so, another day of vacation. I took my son to work again. Um, he's, he's not feeling very good this morning. I think he was... I don't know. It's hard to tell. It sounded like he was kind of fishing for me to give him permission to stay home or something. But my feeling is he's an adult. He's going to have to figure that out himself. Um, but he doesn't have any time to be able to stay home because he used it all. But anyways, he went to work anyway, so I'm proud of him. And um, uh, let's see today's topic for today's podcast. Something I'd really like to talk about is... Um, I did have an interesting conversation with uh, my son on the way to work. Um, I finally showed him how much a month I was bringing in between McKinsey, you know, my wife and I. Um, and I could tell he was like, what the hell? Um, and so I was like, so you're probably wondering right now, where does it all go? And so then I started listing off a lot of stuff. And coming to that realization while I'm listing off all the things that, you know, we pay for and, um, I start evaluating, well, do we really need that or don't we? And uh, that's a lot of money is, are we getting our money's worth? Um, and that's what was going through my head. But, um, of course my son's thought was, wow, that's a lot of numbers you're throwing at me. (laughs) He probably didn't really care in that moment. I think it was a bigger moment for me than it was for him, but I think it's important that we spend time talking to our kids about stuff like this, and and I say kids, but I really mean, uh, as they're getting older, they become young adults, and they need to start understanding about money, and it's something I, I didn't spend enough time talking with any of my kids about, um, and I, I'm definitely not saying like I'm super good at managing my money or anything like that because it feels like every time I turn around and I end up making more money it's like there's even more bills Uh, and I recognize that that's that has more to do with me than life Um, because there was a time when I was squeaking by and making it on you know I was bringing home what was it, like three grand, between three and four grand a month um, as a teacher, and we were still making it. So now I'm bringing home quite a bit more than that, and we're in a similar position. I'm not the exact same position. I mean, I still have money to be able to pay for things a lot more than I did before. The problem is is, uh, in saving up from month to month, it's not working out well. And part of that is, I mean, like, I have money coming out to go into savings every single month, but the problem is we get to the end of the month and all of a sudden, holy crap, our bank account's getting lower and lower. When I first got this job, probably seven years ago, oh, it was seven, well, I'm working on seventh year, so six years ago, um, I was able to live very comfortably and still have a large amount of money carry over from month to month. 
Um, but it didn't accumulate super big. Uh, I really need to sit down and figure out why. Um, I, I, w- I mean, I kind of know why. We ended up making purchases that we're still paying for. Like, for example, my wife's car. Uh, that was pretty substantial. And there were a number of things that happened with the house throughout the year. Years. Replacing... Uh, um, appliances and whatnot, and those actually we ended up paying off. That wasn't a big deal, um, and it seemed like if I were to really nail down the bits about uh, whether it's using credit or whatever, one big difference for me is if something goes on a credit card, it's difficult to pay it off because you're not seeing it as paying off that item or whatever it was that you paid to it. And what I'm finding is starting to work a little bit better is obsessing over paying down the balance every single month so there's no carryover balance. And I think that's the only way you can get the credit card deal to work for you. Um... There were a couple of things that we we paid for. Um, Like, for example, Aiden's bike, which is still out of commission. uh, Because it's got a flat tire. (coughs) And that's really frustrating. Because we just got it back. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And we don't have a tube for the tire. So, I can't even just teach him how to change a flat tire um but anyways he uh we paid for that bike using um an app and zero percent interest so we're paying a monthly fee for that bike and it was a very it was really good investment it was something that we that was his uh his graduation present and he got a few presents uh from Christmas for the bike, but the shop that works with the bike is clear. I mean, it's a ridiculous drive up there, and they only have one shop and that I know of in the whole U.S., uh, but they ship all over the place, and technically, I could probably just take it to any bike store and have them replace the tire, but installing the rest of the stuff would probably cost a bit more. Plus, I wouldn't know for sure if it was being done properly. But anyways, um, back to what I was saying. I found it was better for me if I'm going to buy something. And, I mean, I prefer, obviously, I'd much more prefer to save up for it and then pay for it. But on the few occasions that I've had to pay for it first and then get the money to have paid for it. I like doing that less, but as a way to be able to deal with it instead of putting that on a credit card, which ends up getting sucked into this overall just like debt dollar amount. Um, we end up with, uh, wow, brought the garbage to the end of the road without being asked. That's cool. Um, Anyways, 
uh, instead of paying off a set dollar amount, it just gets sucked into this whole sum, which is a ridiculous amount of money. And it seems like it fluctuates all the time. So you get it to come down and then it goes up again and down and up. And you never feel like you ever really totally paid off that particular item. So having it separated out and saying, okay, this item was it costs this much money. I'm going to have it paid off by this amount of time. So this is how much money has to go towards that item. And so we we used a, a no interest loan thing. And we had a fixed amount every month that we would pay. We paid it down. Uh, December uh, was the last day. Or sorry, the last payment. And so from here on out, it's paid for. But it sits in my garage. I got to let that go though. So, anyways, I guess the what I'm trying to get through uh, talking about is it's really important as a parent that you're educating your kids over a number of different things. You can't rely on the schools to teach your kids. One of those is finances. Our educational system does not handle teaching our kids about finance well at all. And I think... I mean, it feel, it's hard not to feel this way, but it feels like there's a, there's a very real reason why that is not a focus. Instead, they're interested on training us all to be basically factory workers. Um, there's some people that are trying to train in finance, financial things, but when the majority of your money that's made in your country is pulled from people making emotional and sometimes bad money decisions and consumerism. That's what capitalism's built on. So teaching somebody how to be able to invest and whatnot isn't always the highest priority, which doesn't make a lot of sense because really what you want is for people to be financially in a good place because then your economy overall is going to be in a better place rather than having this smaller and smaller number of people owning more and more of the wealth inside of the country. Because if you think about it, it's a fixed amount. (coughs) And we have a couple of people, you know, whether they deserve it or not, I'm not going to get into that. We have a couple of people that are amassing such vast amounts of wealth. There's no other way to be able to support that other than people getting poorer. I mean, it's that much wealth. That's the hard part. People have a hard time wrapping their minds around. A billion dollars is a ridiculous amount of money. It's crazy. But just like my own behavior with me getting a raise and getting more money, and it seems like it's never enough, it's wrong. It should be plenty pretty much every kid at my school if their parents got the amount of money that I got every single month and I'm making a lot of assumptions here uh, there's probably there might be some parents that are making more than I am for all I know um, not likely but it's possible but if they were making that much money they, 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 they'd be happy really happy for a while but reality is eventually they'd probably end up in a similar situation as I am I'm stuck I don't have a nest egg. I don't have, uh, I mean, I have a nest egg. I have a retirement fund, yes, but I can't really touch it. If I lose my job today, 
a matter of months, I'd be out on the street. I don't have enough money to be able to pay even just one mortgage payment without a job. So I'm literally living month to month. And that's a problem. So I'm going to go inside. I'm going to try to figure out my finances so I can get back on track. But point is, we need to sit down and have conversations and teach our kids about the realities of life and the realities of how much things cost. And and I know I should, I'm probably preaching to the choir because there's probably a bunch of people out there that already have done this. All I know is that I didn't do a very good job because it was very surprising to my son this morning. Probably not enough to really make an impression, but still surprising. So anyways, um, thanks again for listening. This is me being kind of vulnerable. I don't, I'm not proud at all of being uh, in a financial situation such as this. Um, I'm happy with how much I make a month. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but... Uh, I should be in a better position and I'm, I'm not currently. So I guess this is, well, I guess we're around new year's. I guess I can make it a new year's resolution that I'd be more frugal with my money and, uh, see how that goes. But anyways, uh, thank you for listening. I enjoy learning together and I will be speaking to you tomorrow. Bye.